Hey guys, it's Tish. Welcome to Women Crush Wednesday, the official platform for us female business owners and entrepreneurs. A space for us to share our stories on how we're breaking generational curses and creating a new norm for our families. Each woman's story is unique and we can all learn and grow from one another. Sit back, take out your notebooks and let the journey begin. Hello guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Super excited for you all to be joining us today. So for today guys, I am pretty excited uh, for my guest to be on just because she is a woman that I have just been scoping out for the past couple of months or so. Well, actually, if I'm being honest, the past couple of years or so, um, we, you know, grew up, we're from the same city, grew up in the same town. And so just the type of things that she's been able to do over the course of the last couple of years has just been really inspiring for me um, to see and watch. And I know you guys are going to be inspired um, as well. And so do I have Miss Dominique with me? Yes, ma'am. Hello, hello. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Everything is going good. How are you on this lovely Monday? Doing absolutely amazing. So yes. thanks for, for joining me. I definitely um, wanted to have you on the show because like I said, when we initially you know, spoke, I just see all the, the amazing things that you're doing. So real quick, tell everybody a little bit about you. Definitely. Well, I appreciate that. I'm really honored to be here. I was super excited to do this segment with you. Um, I love what you do. It, women empowering women is like keeps me going. So I appreciate this opportunity. My name is Dominique Butler. Um, I do own Scorpio Island and Swimwear. It's an online boutique as well as Island Love Travels, which is an, um, a travel agency. So that's a little bit about what I do and the type of business that I do. I'm recently married. I have a cute little doggy and I am a travel, I guess, wanderlust lover. I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love it because, so like I said, we've been following each other forever and I just have a love to, for, for me to watch you take like a hobby of yours, you know, a passion of yours and then turn it into like a full on business. Y'all, I be, you know, I follow her on like all social media and this girl is like always on a trip. So tell us a little bit how you even got started with your uh, travel company. Okay, so essentially what it was, was I, I was, it was about six or seven years ago and my husband, it was a really like a milestone for his birthday. I guess I'm about to tell his age real quick, but he was turning 25 and um, I just wanted to do something super crazy for him, kind of something I've never done before. And where I'm coming from, we never traveled really. My mom, we did wish we could, you know, she was a single mom, so we would go to LA and San Francisco and call it a trip. Um, but I wanted to do something different. So him and I, I booked a cruise. It was $700. I made payments on it because I was so serious. I wanted to go. Um, that was the first trip that we ever took. It was just all for leisure. It was completely just for fun. And then after that, not only did I realize how, how much um, fun I had planning the trip because it is fun. I also realized how cheap it was and how attainable travel was. And just, it was a whole different world that I had no idea about. So I was immediately intrigued to kind of learn more. Awesome. Awesome. Now, when did you decide to take that leap of faith and actually move it from, okay, this is just, you know, something that I like to do. This is, you know, what me and my husband do versus 
now I'm going to start getting paid for it. And now I'm helping other people as well. So I actually just came across a Facebook memory from 2016 and it was saying like, I was talking about a trip and how cheap it was. And I just had, I started to have a lot of people come to me asking me questions. And I was like, I'm just, I'm doing what you could do. Like it was just completely just Google and Expedia, you know, mm -hmm. type deal. So when I'm hearing people like, oh, this is a problem that people have, they don't realize, like, they're just like me. We didn't know this world existed and they don't know how much it is. They don't even know how to go about it this is something that I can actually start charging for and like doing. It doesn't, they wouldn't have to pay. Like it, it all just started to make sense. So I started to research mm. how to become a travel agent. And that was in 2016-ish. And then I launched I Love Travels October 2017. So I've been a wow, travel agent for about three years awesome. Man, Facebook memories is the truth. I be looking at them things yes, like, dang, young Tish was so insightful. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, not 21-year-old Dom dropping gems. <laughs> Bro, like, for real. I'd be like, dang, that was a word right there. <laughs> Literally, like, okay, now as I get older, I'm going to practice what I used to preach. <laughs> right, okay. Ain't even, I wasn't even going through nothing back then. And I'm like, dang, I'd be acting like oh. I was going through a whole lot. <laughs> but, okay. Honestly. That is, um, that's super dope. Now, um, and so you said 2017. So now we're in 2020. Run me 2020. through, run me through your thoughts when when COVID started happening and you know your business is literally, you know, booking trips. So yeah. tell me like your thought process at that time and, and you know, were you scared or like what what were you, what were you thinking at that time? So at that point, I definitely um definitely got a little bit scared, nervous because if you're booking trips, you obviously are depending on people to take trips in with COVID, there were restrictions and it wasn't even a matter of if they wanted to, most people could not, you know, whether it was restricted the area or they would with people, you know, people that are more prone to the disease and it would be more harmful for them. So they just really could not physically, nothing, not even financially, just they were not permitted. So with that being said, I had to kind of get innovative and figure out what are people doing because there are still people traveling, right? right. But we realized this year there was a lot more domestic travel. So honestly, I just started to put together domestic packages and kind of trying to push travel within the States because people were going everywhere, just not out the country, which is what I kind of specialized in. Okay. But having that range being a, um, a travel agent, you can book whatever, as long as it's a hotel and a flight package deal. So okay. I just started to put Miami packages together, Dallas, Vegas, the big oh. kind of popping cities. Uh -huh. And it kind of helped me stay afloat. And then, um, that kind of I love travels I always wanted to do a boutique I just didn't want to jump into an oversaturated market and just be an Instagram boutique because there is a lot of those out there right uh -huh. um so the travel is what led me to the, the travel vacation style boutique which also was kind of affected by COVID okay um, because if no one's traveling then they're not going to buy vacation clothes and swimsuits so right. I'm like, okay, how can I kind of capitalize on COVID? Like you said, people are still going places, you know, it's getting colder. So what I did was my boutique is still very much so island wear, swimwear, travel clothes. But I definitely have collections kind of like seasonal. So they okay. come and go. They're not going to be there forever. So right now we're working with like a date night and a fall collection to okay. give you guys like a different variety and still kind of stay afloat. But I have my main thing when you click on my site you know what it's about but you definitely have those options so just I getting creative and you know seeing how I can stay afloat I love that now I mean 
I would say that I'm a pretty creative person as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm always meeting, you know, creatives and, and especially when you're a business owner, you do have to definitely think outside the box and it's a skill. Um, but what I've realized is not everybody actually is creative. Um, and you'd be surprised that by how many people are actually not creative at all. So, I mean, is there any tips that you could give for somebody trying to kind of run through the creative process of thinking outside of the box for like their particular business? Like, do you have a process or was it just things like, did it just kind of come to you? So most of, I always tell my husband, it's really, really funny because he gets on me about staying up really late at night. He knows that it's part of the process, you know, yeah. but he definitely wants me to value my sleep. But I tell him, to be honest, when I'm most creative is at nighttime. Like the thoughts kind of just come to me. Yeah. Um, and my biggest advice is to just write everything down and try it once because it's a lot of trial and error. There's yeah. like down to the pictures, you know, like with pictures, you have to get creative. You have to create content. It's trial and error. So I've had plenty, I've had photo shoots that I had to reshoot every last look because by the time I hit my site, I'm promoting, I wasn't getting the traction that I was getting previously. So that creative, you know, that creative in particular didn't work. So I need to scratch that and get back to the drawing board. So mm -hmm. I say, if you think about it, try it once. Don't doubt yourself. Just try it. It may not work, but you will get to something that does work. I think that that was a major, major piece of advice. And I hope they are yeah. listening because totally. one thing um, that I will say is most of us, we weren't taught how to be entrepreneurs. And so it's strictly come from just trial and error and it's like okay let me try this right here let me let me see if this works let's see how much traction that I get from here I think where people fall short at is that they like to get married to an idea and it's like even if something's not working it's like we we gotta think I think it's where I think people take things a little bit too personal you gotta realize that this is business and, and the people are, that you are attracting are, you know, your clientele, your, your particular, your niche. And it's like, if they ain't happy, if they ain't feeling what you're doing, then you got to switch it up. Because if you're in a business where you're depending upon, you know, sales and you're depending upon, you know, traction and, and people being engaged, it's like, you have to be okay with sometimes trashing ideas. And I think a lot of people find difficulty with that. Like, oh no, this is my baby or this is such a good idea. And exactly. you know, th th it might very much well be a great idea, but it's not working. <laughs> and it's not for your target audience. And that's actually a hundred percent true. And just one other advice, especially clothing boutiques or someone that's selling a product Mm -hmm. um, in like a, in variety, because if, when you're a boutique, you're going to have a variety of different things. Right? right. And what you may think is super cute. Like you just said, your customers are not going to buy that. And there's plenty of times where I put up something or I get something just on a limb, like, okay, this is trending. It may not be something that I would like, yeah. but it's trending. Let me try it. And that's something that sells out, you know? Yeah. And I had no, and the, the item that I, thought would just sell out immediately I still have all of the yeah. pieces because that's just not what they were looking for yes that is so good and it's like you have to almost have like an outer body experience where you can't think selfishly you have to think about like the other people because those are the people paying you and it's like you're not you know buying from yourself I mean you're you're trying to obviously you know increase customers and and things like that so it's like like you said, like, 
things are things are trendy so i'm gonna you know have them in stock even though i personally you know wouldn't wear them um one thing that that reminds me of is like i'm trying to to gain traction on, on TikTok, and it's like I'm struggling because I'm like, dang, for some of your stuff to go viral, you got to participate in all these little trends that they do. And I'm like, this is extra, but yeah. like, like that's what people want to see. That's what people like. And it's like, that's the people who are blowing up. They're participating in these trends and they're giving the people what they want to see. So what they want. Yeah. And I'm actually works. just now, we talked about TikTok on the call too. And that was something that I was like, I did it in the beginning of quarantine for like a personal, like just funnies, you know, and I was okay with doing mm -hmm. it. But it's, the moment I made it about business, I'm like, okay, this is awkward. I'm going to have to be posing about these outfits and not using these sounds and like, okay, let me just do that. But you're absolutely right. I'm like, I, I spent an hour making this video for it to get 100 views. So I'm not viral yet. And yeah. I need to make another video tomorrow and just stay consistent. Yeah, um, it's the consistent. Know, the yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Because... I think a lot of people also get frustrated in the fact that things build off of each other. So like I was actually okay. just um, a part of a 21 day um, go live challenge, shout out to Monica. And she put together this, um, this challenge where you had to go live for 21 days. And so at the beginning of the challenge, you, you know, you'd have like three, four people hopping on your lives and, you know, not a lot of people, but as the, the days progress and you were consistent with showing up and providing value, um, having new content, the views started being, you know, increased over time. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. But so many people never just want to start. Like it, it's like, they don't want to see the three. They don't want to see the number four. It's like, they want to automatically get to a thousand views when it's like you you gotta start you gotta start <laughs> and it's like your content is valuable i'm sure like it's so valuable it's just no one knows you have it yeah so like you have to tell them you have it so exactly. they can work. you know what i mean that was my thing i'm like i know i have good pieces in my boutique it's just no one knows about my boutique yet exactly. so i have to not even be annoying because there's a very fine line with marketing and being annoying and i i mean if some people think it's annoying that's fine but i know my marketing skills like yeah. Like you said, it's all about consistency. I purchased a marketing class or course from this lady, um, Millionaire Moms Club. She's super dope on Instagram. And she like built her following from zero to like 100,000 followers in one year. Oh, wow. And she was telling you how to do that. Um, and, and like you said, it was just the consistency. And she has like credible followers. Like her content is so good. And she's like, I do this on myself. Consistency. Yeah, that's it. It's really consistency. And then it's like, because one, consistency, not a lot of people have it. And so the people who are following you, the, the people who are buying from you, seven times out of 10, they lack consistency themselves. So when they see you like consistently providing this value, this content, that's how your engagement is gonna increase because it's like, dang, this girl always be posting about her boutique. Like, let me share it because, you know, look, I see her doing her like every single day. And so that's even how like I've gotten a lot of my engagement is people just have seen that I've just been super consistent with everything Perfect. that I speak about every single day. And so it's like, I do get the shares. I do get the likes. I do get people engaging on my posts just because it's like, they know I'm going to keep doing it. And so it's like, why not be a part of the conversation? <laughs> like, Correct. And I did, I have noticed that like, um, you, you post very engaging questions and like, um, 
just content on your Facebook and there's a lot of comments under it and like questions that a lot of people don't even think about. Yeah. Um, but then when they come across it, they're like, oh, wow, that's a good, that's a good question. And they kind of yeah. answer. So I do like the way that you kind of ask Literally. questions, engaging. Yeah. And I built that up too. Like I, yeah. it's crazy because I have told a few people uh, that that engagement has just happened within this, the last like six months or so, like since quarantine. And I remember um, in, in March, like I used to get like six likes, couple comments, and it's like nowhere near where it is today. And I was just like, dang, like quarantine had happened. And I was like, how can I get creative? How can I start? How am I going to start talking to people online if I can't go out and meet people in the real world? Um, because that's what I do for a living. I, I meet people for a living. So it's like, I have to meet more people online. And so with that, I was like, let me just ask this question. And I think the, the question, the first question that I ever asked was, I think it was the one where if you like steal bread for a child, like, would you consider that like breaking the law or something like that? And that post like went ham like so yeah. so many people started coming I was like oh my god I've never seen this many people on my Facebook before yeah no seriously and I have totally <laughs> noticed that just outside looking and watching your Facebook I I definitely have noticed that I'm like her page adds value this way because she's yeah. always engaging it's always questions that are like really good questions that need answers you know yeah. or you know people need to think about yeah. um and yeah. then that's a tip. Some of the times I'm like I can see how if you did answer it in a different way, it's something that you can possibly help them with. Like a lot of the questions are like something that maybe you can add value to them. And I'm like, I think that's super. Exactly. And see, some people peep game and some people don't because I've actually noticed like a few few ladies on my timeline where they'll start, they started asking questions. I'm like, see, like if you see something that's working for somebody else, entrepreneurship is something where you got to learn how to, how to steal things. Like obviously we ain't plagiarizing and you know, completely stealing but if you see something that works for somebody else see how you can put your own spin on it how can you put your flair on it like for you you could just be asking questions every day about travel like people know what you do so it's like okay well every day I'm gonna pose a new question like let me see what questions that they have about travel so now you're increasing your expertise and now people are, are interested in what you have to say because you're the expert and so it's like if I'm always looking at other people's pages and like, okay, I, I see that. I see that. Like, how can I incorporate my flair onto that? And so I think we just have to be more open-minded in general. Like it's, it ain't no competition. Like, exactly. first of all, I Google the question. So like anybody can, can come up with that. <laughs> and, and if, if someone else is asking a question, you're not going to be offended. Like I started asking the questions first. And I do feel like a lot of people, have that kind of complex you know well I started that and I'm yeah. just the type of person that's like I I like to call myself creative so I could take some a real small little piece of something from someone and completely spin it Absolutely. to where I'll, you know but I did get that e that little idea yeah from them you know and like you said it's very easy there's one one lady um I'm pretty sure all the boutique owners know her her name is Kay and Co she has an online boutique and she He's like a million dollar boutique Instagram. That's what, that's all her um, income. She doesn't even have like Facebook, you know, all the Facebook ads and stuff. She doesn't even have Facebook. <laughs> so she is like one of the ladies, like you said, that I will go on her page and maybe every other month or so, like her, her website and just see like, okay, 
how is she doing her graphics? Like, how is she posting her pictures and her captions and what's actually getting people to engage? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And just kind of trying to take that and think like a million dollar boutique because eventually, obviously, that is where I'm trying to get to. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And you touched on something as well is, is that complex where where some of us feel almost threatened, where mm -hmm. if somebody starts to copy us or, you know, takes our idea and it's like, we got to stop it because that's really why I've become so big on, you know, women empowerment and really just empowering women and supporting one another. Because like I said, there is enough money for us all to be millionaires. Like they're literally... Mm -hmm is zero need for any competition. And it's like, there's no need to be stingy with information because what you do, I can't do. And even if you give me the information that you have, it's still going to be different. Like nobody right. is you. And so- And that's it, like no <laughs> one is you. And we all have different, sorry, I just want to adjust my camera. We all have different creative minds. And like you said, one idea you can give 20 people one idea and I guarantee you the outcome will be completely different because yes. they're all going to interpret it differently you know yes yes and it's like I read um I read this book which I highly recommend um the science of getting rich and they talk about a chapter in there where you really it's summarized it's basically you're blocking your blessings if you move into in like a competitive spirit versus like collaboration like I, even I've had to grow through this because it's like, why do I feel threatened by this person? Or, or why do I feel like I can't do what she's doing? Like, let's collab. Let's see how we can add value to one another. How can we connect? How can I help you? And maybe how can you help me? And it's like, that's how we got to move. <laughs> and I think that's, that's the, that's the part in business that I'm learning. I'm learning the, um, not even, re not even reaching out for help, but like you said, just reaching out and just putting yourself on the line because you don't know how the uh, recipient is going to receive that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they could feel like, Oh, she wants my help or they, they could just feel whatever way, but it shouldn't matter how they feel right, if right. you're coming from a genuine angle. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I had to get over that as well. Like my own mental, like, Oh, she's going to think I'm trying to do this or she's going to any female that I may want to collaborate with. She's going to yeah. feel this way. She's going to feel that way. It shouldn't matter how she's going to feel if she hasn't already felt that way and if I'm coming off genuine, then that's all that I can control. Does that make sense? So yeah, I was like, absolutely. I need to get over this. Like absolutely. I can collaborate with women. I need to not be afraid of new friends. That term, no new friends. I actually hate it because you do need new friends to grow. And yeah. I'm just like so much of a do it yourself type of girl, like a one woman army. But I'm like, no, that is not the way to grow. Like that's not the way it is, but it's a slower process. And yeah, everyone it could benefit everyone my following could benefit from this girl's information yes. and vice versa so it doesn't hurt anyone Ooh, i love it it definitely sounds like you're growing i am trying to sis <laughs> quarantine has helped my yes. mind for real no and like i can say that because like those are literally some of the things that that i've had to that i've had to go through at, as yeah. well like even when you know even with connecting with people on facebook it's like you have to give, if you want support, you have to give support. And so that's one thing Correct. that I have personally learned, like over the last couple of months, it's like, okay, if I want people to be open about, you know, the value that I'm giving, the things that I have to offer, like, even if I, I'm not interested, let me hear them out and see what they have to say, because I may know somebody who's interested. Like I might not be interested in traveling, but my sister is always on a trip. 
So it's like, maybe I can, you know, give her your information or something like that. And so it's like, always hear somebody out because one, sometimes all it, all it takes for somebody to keep going is just for that one person to be supportive. Like, Hey, for sure. You know, I'll listen to what you have to say. And it's like, why not if you have the time? And so now on Facebook, like I'm always connecting with new people. Like I'm always like, Hey, like, how can we let's connect? Like, let's see how I can add value to you. And you know, you can add value to me. And you know, some people aren't always open and receptive, but a lot of people are because a lot of people are, are only noticing that people are like women are catty or unsupportive or not trying to have like a mutual beneficial relationship. It's like always give me, give me, give me. And so just be open to, to giving support. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Just be open. Even if they hadn't, hadn't supported you, but they were genuine to you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I was like, it's not a matter of, because, you know, it's almost like the birthday complex. People are like, I'm not going to tell you happy birthday. You didn't say it to me. You know, <laughs> it's like, That's it seems so minor, but people really feel that way. They're like, yeah. no, I would. And I, I they do that just on a bigger spectrum in life as well. You know, like, yeah. why would I Ooh, do that? So she good. didn't do that for me. <laughs> yeah, I promise you. I'm like, I've been thinking about this. Like, how that do I, now I'm not telling everybody happy birthday. I don't care if you didn't tell it to me. <laughs> it's the little thing. Yeah, that is so yeah. true. And it's crazy um, when, you know, you had touched on the, the, you know, no new friends thing. That yeah. really used to be me too. And I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. especially us, like we're from SAG is like, we all have our, our, our little circle friends and it's like that's it that's all but then mm. as I've like as I've gotten older I moved to another state and it's like that is a that is a scarcity mindset like your net worth is literally your network and so it's like I'm trying to be cool with everybody like how can I help you and how can you help me and it's like that mentality is what holds a lot of people back is that they aren't open-minded to creating new relationships and we got to change that <laughs> yeah that. exactly so I was that's why I say when you when we first connected about this or I think we first connected about the business event that I'm doing which I know yeah. I do still want to do that but when we connected about this I was like this is like I was like honored almost because I'm just like wow this is super cool like a just a good platform and just you are literally just helping other women and it just was beautiful to see so I was like wow definitely want to be a part of that so thank yes. you again because of I don't course. know if you give yourself enough credit for that and it definitely shows you know on of the outside course. looking in hey I appreciate that help. because sometimes I'll be like I don't know if it really matters like but then yes. you know when people do tell me that I'm like okay I'm, I'm gonna keep doing it because sometimes it it's like, I feel like <clears throat> another thing that we got to work on is well we kind of just touched on it but is just giving that support because sometimes when you do see these influencers or you do see these people who are creating these communities or these platforms for people to speak on, like engage in, in something. Like if you like what you see, like share it, like it, because there's some people who get really discouraged and like, okay, well this, does this even matter? Like that I'm doing this? Like, do people even care to see this content? Like those are things that I've kind of had to, to, had to overcome too. But like everything I do is from like a really genuine spot. So even if one person likes my stuff, I'm doing it for the one. And so the likes and shares, that don't really matter to me, but I have, I'm in a lot of groups where I do see some people get really discouraged when people aren't engaging. And it's like, if you like what you see, engage with the content. So, so they know, and you know, they can put out more content for you guys. So I think that is just something that we got to get better at doing too, is just 
creating that that togetherness. <laughs> right. And then once we become entrepreneurs, we start to be more cognizant of these type of things because mm -hmm. before like we might just scroll by but now it's like if you see someone really putting yes. everything in the, into this graphic and it doesn't have any likes i'm gonna like it hard it share it care yes. for it everything i can do because i know it took you probably 45 minutes to create that graphic i create graphics myself and i'm not a graphic designer yeah but i do create the graphics so i'm just like i as a business owner it I, I respect them and I, I can appreciate their effort a lot more. Yes. Um, so that's where it starts like with entrepreneurs also coming together because we understand that level of engagement versus someone that doesn't have a business and they're just Absolutely. on a consumer level. Well, if I don't like it, I don't have to like it. It doesn't mean I'm hating. Yeah. But we're just like, listen, it takes one second. So why wouldn't you? Yeah. That is, wow, that is such a good point. And it's like, yeah, as women, we do have to come together, but even more so as us business owner women because it's like, like I said, you never know who, who on my friends list is looking for a travel agent right now. Like, you know, uh, you never know who on your friends list, you know, needs help with an investing. And so it's like when you're sharing one another's, you know, platforms with each other, it's like we're all winning. And it's like you just you're just help, everybody's winning. And so it's like we got to you got to find your tribe of women that you can do that with. And the more the merrier. And so that's just really what I've been focused on is like. How many people, like I'm, I have this platform and so I'm going to connect with as many people who want to connect with me because you never know who is I'm attached to. I mean, I don't even know who I'm attached to. And so, you know, if somebody's listening to this and they decide to connect with you, then that's awesome for you. And it's like, Correct. you know, everybody just kind of needs to have like that, that mindset. And I think the world that would be open-minded. <laughs> I agree. Or we find our tribe, like you said, and we just surround yeah. ourselves and that just becomes our world because that's all we're around. And yeah. that's the ultimate goal for me. So I'm just like, like I said, it's three years since I love travels. I've learned a lot from launching that business. I took, not took a backseat to that, but once I was able to get to a point where I'm like, okay, I want to be known for travel. So I'm going to just travel and I'm going to book these trips and I'm going to do all these crazy travel things and talk and talk about travel until people think of me and they think of this as a travel girl. Yeah. I got to that point where I felt like it was, I was getting, you know, traction to my side and things without me having to overly market myself. Uh -huh. So I'm like, okay, in Sacramento, I think people know me as the travel girl. So yes. now how can I open this boutique and incorporate this travel? Because not only do I want you to book your trip, I want you to get your clothes, right. accessories <laughs> for the trip, everything for the trip in one place. So like you said, it's just about Finding your tribe, it's about finding your niche. And I feel like Facebook, we have to just use it to our, our advantage. I am trying to make sure that I'm staying more consistent in my business. I watched the Social, docu Social Dilemma documentary and it really separated my consumer mindset from my entrepreneurship mindset because- I still need to watch that. You have to watch it because it's pretty much just about, um, it's with a lot of the, the co-creators of Facebook. So there are people who are like, I was in the room when we implemented the like button. I was in the room when we added the tag feature. Oh, wow. And their goal was literally to keep people on their phones because they get paid by all the ads that are being pushed out, right? That's how Facebook makes their money. We just think it's like a free platform. We just share pictures, see family members. No, right, right. it's a business and they get paid because there's a billion and one ads. You click on something on Google, the next thing you know, it's all down your algorithm. Yes. <laughs> and that is literally put just like that. Facebook knows everything about everybody. It does, if you're happy, if you're sad, if you're depressed, what you like, what color you like, they know everything. 
that's why they're able to offer for businesses like our, like us. Yeah. You know, you can create these ads, pay Facebook to put your ad literally in front of your target audience. Yes. I'm actually learning even more. So we can master Facebook as business owners and separate directly. Yeah. Right. And separate the consumer because they were telling us how on a contrary to that, as a consumer, it, it helps. I mean, it's creating depression. It's such a negative aspect in this world, just social media in general, not even just Facebook, you know, because you're comparing yourselves to all these crazy, super fictitious lifestyles, you know, and you don't really know that real person, but you see all this stuff. So there's little kids, they're depressed, their suicide rate has increased. So social media can be very, very beneficial to businesses like us. And that's why I'm really happy that it helps us connect. Um, But I'm just trying to stay that consistent business mindset instead of using it as a consumer all day because it can be a best no for sure for sure and i think that even if you are more so a consumer you do have to have that mindset where this this is fake like this is an app like this is a business and like you said it's a business and so it's like when you see people living you know these luxurious lives it's not saying that they don't live like that but we only see what people want us to see. Like, you only see what what somebody posts. I mean, they can literally be crying in their bed, posting a happy picture. Like, and I only know this from experience because I mean, not every day is, is good for me, but I'm a business owner. And so every single day though, I am posting a question. Every single day I am engaging on Instagram because I'm open seven days a week. Like, I'm not going to close my doors just because I'm feeling sad. And so it's like, people just have to know that it's like, people are really, like, people are utilizing this to their advantage. And so to take everything that they see with a grain of salt. And it's like, that's, and it's like, that's why I feel like the whole social media thing is is not good for kids because kids don't understand that. Like, adults barely understand that. Adults are worse, (laughs) like, but I only say that to say, like, when it came down to the travel business, Mm -hmm. I try to be as transparent as possible. Like, I never wanted to look like, you know, one of these, like, it's just something that it wasn't for me. So I was, I'm always super transparent on Facebook about, you know, the cost of things. Um, I never make it seem like it's something that it's not. Yeah. And that's why I mentioned kind of like the Facebook thing, because it it goes into traveling. And when I started traveling and people will have this idea that it's thousands of dollars or just you know, un- unknowingly count my pockets. And it's like, you don't even know how much we spent. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's not, I mean, I get good deals because I'm a travel agent, not because I'm a travel agent, if that makes sense. I'm doing the work behind it and I'm finding these deals. It's not because I'm a travel agent, they're giving me $300. Right. Trip. No, that's not how it works. But I have the credentials so I can look at and log into all these different sites and compare and just go crazy and obsess over travel. That's why I'm getting the good deals. Yeah, not because I have this travel agent title. So if you become a travel agent, you're not going to get $300 trips. So don't think that, you know, so I just try to be very transparent. <laughs> I love that. Happen like that. No, I love yeah. that. And I think as overall, and I just, I'm a very transparent person as well. Like, you know, I, I post day to day because especially because like I said, people be thinking people just have it all together. And it's like, no sis, not every day is good, but look every day. I'm a show up. I'm a businesswoman. Correct. Me, you know, different from other people because it's like you just gotta. It's kind of like the mind over matter thing, and it's like, look, it don't matter really what happens, but I'm open for business. 
and and yeah we're we gonna keep it pushing and we're gonna keep doing it but it's like i think people really appreciate that that transparency aspect now you're three years in with your business what have been two or three major challenges that you have had that you have had to overcome within the past three years so um with the travel agency I would say it was just in the beginning, it was initially kind of finding a flow because I'm like, okay, when you sign up, you just have all these logins and you don't, they don't tell you where to start. It's not one site that you just go and search. It's a billion sites out there. You just need to find wherever they're trying to go, which companies are you going to compare? Like, what are your favorite sites? What has the better deal? So it was in the beginning, it was finding a flow. Um, and I would say that that's consistent between Island Love Travels, the travel agency, and Scorpio Island and Swimwear, the boutique, because you have to find a flow. Like I told you, I was just yeah. really anal about my pictures and just critiquing little things that didn't matter. And I'm yeah. like, okay, <laughs> I just need to do it. You know, I just yeah. need to do it. If this yeah. photo shoot, it sucks, then I'll change the, the location next time, but I just need to do it. Yeah. So I just started logging in and just finding stuff, just logging in. And once I did, I was like, okay, after the first couple of months, it's really just the starting. No one wants to start because we already want to be an expert. Yeah. Um, so I have to kind of beat my mind up for a little bit to just start. But once I just start, um, that would be the biggest thing. And then the second one I would say um, was getting that credibility. Mm, uh, yeah. And I know a lot of it came from taking my own personal because people like pictures, you yeah. know, they love to see you do it. They want to see you do what you're talking about. Exactly. So just my personal travels that did help me. So it was also just getting that credibility and having them actually trust me That's because they're it. like, I can do this myself. Well, sure you could, but you came to me for a reason. So right. <laughs> providing that value, just providing exactly. value. Why did you come to me? If you could do it on Expedia, why did you come to me? Because exactly. I've been there X, Y, and Z. I can help you. Exactly. So just getting that credibility. Ability, I would just say. Um, and then the third thing, hmm, I guess the only other thing I would say would be more or less the boutique because that was a lot more, um, that was so many more components going into mm, starting sure. that business. Yeah, I'm sure. The travel agent I'm is sure. just, is more like independent contracting. What you get out, of, what you put in is what you get out. No one uh -huh. is, you don't need any product. It's not a product, based, it's a service-based kind of. Right, right business so having the difference I, I noticed that there's a great difference between a service-based business and a product-based business absolutely it was kind of me adjusting to that would be also the, a big hurdle because I was expecting it to be as easy as a travel agency um, and I ran into so many more you know just walls than the travel agency so it was right. it was more or less the swimwear boutique really okay I think you touched on a great point too it's just starting like so many people just yeah. get paralyzed from just the overthinking things where then they just don't even start i mean me for example like i am actually going to be launching a content creation and engagement masterclass, and i was like i've been working on this content now for like two weeks and i'm like all right i'm gonna finish it today because I got to do X, Y, and Z. And then I was looking at the PowerPoint today and I was like, this is done. Like, why have I been tripping like on trying to like, just post this, like it's done. Let me just start taking, you know, like students for it. But you know, we want everything to be so perfect. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm gonna just, you know what? I'm gonna just go with it. And then we're just gonna grow. 
But it's like, even with this podcast, I'm like, look, I told everybody up front, I'm like, I'm literally just learning this as I go. So it's yeah. like, just rock with me. But it's like, at least I'm doing it. So. At least you're doing it. And it's just, in a year, you're going to look back and you're going to see these, like, I'm excited for your journey. I didn't know the podcast portion was just now starting. That's awesome. Yes. And I know, <laughs> absolutely know this will take off. So like you said, it really is just starting. And I, I seen a meme and it was Amazon and it was, they were in like an office and he had like Amazon spray painted on the wall. It was like 1994. Amazon was literally nothing. I don't know if it was a real picture. I didn't really fact check it, but it looked pretty real. Like, I don't think that they would just wow. take a fake picture. And it was one guy in the office with a, just an Amazon sign. So I'm thinking like, imagine if he never started or he psyched himself out. Yeah. It would never be the Amazon that we use today. You know what I mean? Right. So it's literally just starting. You have to be more faithful than fearful. And that is like That's my right. number one mantra in like business is just to be more faithful than fearful. And it's very normal to have those fearful thoughts and things like that but you have to have the faith that's more powerful than the fear because if you don't it just will never work in your favor ever absolutely now what are a few ways that that you keep the faith even when you come across you know trials like what helps you keep going instead of being like all right I'm gonna just throw the towel in and and this is too hard <laughs> so what keeps me going is I, I tend to look at my business goals like monthly uh -huh. um, because I know where I want to be. You know what I mean? Like what keeps me going is where I want to be. And I'm literally not even a piece of there yet. So I'm like, no, there's no way. There's no way that this, it would, you know, if it was this easy, everyone would do it. So right. when I start to feel like that, I, I actually rationalize and I'm like, wow, okay. These are the moments that they talk about in those books, the success books, the entrepreneur stories where they're like, you know, I, I wanted to give up, you know, that I could be feeling like that. And I'm like, these are the moments. And if I do, it's way easier to give up than to go hard and get back to the drawing board. So that's really what motivates me. Me knowing like, hey, you're not even close to where you want to be. How are you going to give up now? I love, up. I love that because it really comes down to your why. Like, why are you doing this? Like, because you have a goal that you want to accomplish. And it's like, I don't think enough people get emotionally tied to their goals. Um, and you, if your why does not make you cry, it's not your why. It's like, okay, you can say, you know, I'm doing this for my family. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. But it's like, what keeps you up at night? Like, what makes you reach out to one more person before you go to sleep at three in the morning? Like, what is it that gets you to that point? And that's your why. And it's like, people just be having like these generic <laughs> reasons. Right. And I'm like, that can't be it because you just quit. So it's like, because you quit so how like, much <laughs> it's gotta but be I'm something like, else like it to be. it's gotta be something else like even with you know what i do like the first thing we always do is we we ask people you know why are you doing this because right. it's not always going to be easy it's, it's not always going to be you know stress-free so it's like i need you to know why you're doing this before you even start and it's right. like some people just they don't be putting the right reasons i think that they put what sounds good and it's what like, they think you would be impressed by hearing yeah and i'm just like okay if that's your why why two months later are you telling me that that you're done like what about all these five reasons you sent me just two months ago like but i feel you like figure out what your real why is what your real why is and that's the thing like you said they don't go into it actually even thinking about that so that's probably the first time they even thought about the question is exactly. when you ask 
Exactly. Yeah. I actually, um, I just posted a video today about um, nobody be asking, you know, this younger generation, like what they even want to do, like, you know, what they like. And it's like, I was never asked, you know, what, what do you like? Like, what do you like to do? Like, I wasn't asked those questions. And I think a lot of people aren't even asked, you know, what do you want out of life? Like, nobody really asks you, you know, where, where do you see yourself in two years? Like, what is, what is something that you truly want to accomplish? And it's like, we kind of just go with the flow of life until we just, you know, sitting there thinking like, dang, I don't even like the life, the life that I'm living. And so, yeah. We or should, the job that I'm working. Or the I'm, job that or, I'm working. <laughs> and all my parents told me to do was, you know, get turn 18 and get a job. They never, like you said, they never actually, or they'll ask you when you're five and you want to be, everyone wants to be a firefighter. Yeah. But when you're 15 and 20 and 21, like we, we literally have this stigma that we're supposed to have everything figured out at 21 yeah. and you're just supposed to be a baller and a mansion. <laughs> and it's like, that's not even real life. It takes time yes. unless you had the initial money to invest in you. Like right. everyone has a different upbringing, a hundred percent. But speaking from me, it's not, it's not that easy. Yes. Yeah. You have to have a why. And I feel Absolutely. like create a vision board. Mm. actually sit down and think beyond your family and you not wanting to it's just not okay I don't want to work for someone yeah that's that's I mean I'm pretty sure no one wants to work for anyone honestly right. like who, who does even the ones that are they are fine with it they really don't want to work for anyone but they're like they're okay with retiring and people have that mindset and I love them for it because they, we need doctors we need lawyers we need pilots right. we, we need, need employees <laughs> correct <laughs> We need a hundred percent, but they probably have a why and they probably actually love their careers Yeah, and I respect them for that. So they still have a why. Um, so I have a, a vision board in my why. I have a ton of why, you know what I mean? And I look at my why's every day because yeah. that keeps you going. There's, there's going to be days, there's going to be weeks. Eventually I want to start like a entrepreneur series and kind of just tell my journey of being like a business owner and the boutique owner and just how it all happens because it's not all peaches and roses. And there's plenty of days that you have to feed yourself positivity in order to keep going. Yeah. Every year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing it's like, if your cup is empty, like fill up your cup. Like this was a big one for me where, you know, I'm just, I am a giver naturally. And so like, I, you know, people always come to me for problems and, you know, I'm always giving people advice, but it's like, you really got to take care of your home front and you really got to make sure that you're creating boundaries for yourself and really just, just soaking up personal development. Because it's like, if you're just pouring from your cup and pouring from your cup, like, are you refilling your cup? Like, I have to make sure that I'm listening to sermons on a day. I got to make sure that I'm reading. I got to make sure that I'm doing all of these things because I know I give so much value to other people. And it's like, I got to make sure my cup is always filled. So it's like, you got to make sure that you stay with your cup being filled all the time, all the time. 100%. With positivity because there's, yeah, with COVID and everything else going on, there's a lot of reasons to feel down and feel negative and everyone feeling those emotions coming to the surface. It's really because we have nowhere to displace the, the, the emotions versus before we could do, go rip and run the streets and you don't even have to think about it or acknowledge it. You can bury it, suppress it. Now it's coming to the surface. Everyone's dealing with their emotions. Yeah. And I just feel like with that being said, like you just have to stay positive and understand that you can continue to validate the negativity and there will always be validations to make you feel that way. 
Yeah. But being a business owner on top of, you know, going through COVID, self self love is important, not just for your average person, but also for a business owner because, like you said, you want to wake up and still you have to wake up every day and put into your business, even if you're feeling down. Yeah. Like even if and it's the worst feeling ever when you are feeling down and you still have to show face. It really does suck. It so does. the better way to do it is to be like <laughs> completely full and it be genuine because when you have to fake it till you make it, it sucks so bad, yeah. but you have to do it. Yeah. But it's a really bad feeling because you just know, I, am I even giving everything because I don't yeah. feel like anything right now? Right. And it's like, you know. it's like, that's why, yes, you have to make sure you're, you're giving, you know, yourself so much love. And it's like, even me, I internalize a lot of things. So it's like, when I'm down, like, I'm not going to be on lives. I'm not going to be showing face because like I wear my heart on my sleeve. So it's like, I can't be speaking all these motivation things when I feel like crap, like I, I just can't. So that's why it's always important to have recorded content. So you can post as needed. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's a pro tip. That's a pro tip. Always yeah, be making, <laughs> always be making content because you never know. Like on my good days, like I'll, I'll, I'll record like three, four videos and just be like, all right, I'll just post these whenever. But it's like, it's so on those days where I don't feel like, you know, recording new content or I'm not feeling my best self. Then it's like, all right, I'm gonna just drop this because right. I'm not like, I'm not going to be in somebody's face speaking all this positive things at that moment. If I'm not really feeling right, right. Genuine in those exactly because I do everything just so genuine. So it's like, no, y'all, I, I ain't even feeling it today. <laughs> like, no, no, we'll probably be able to tell. Somebody gonna text you like, are you okay? Okay, so tell us, you know, 2020 is almost over. What is one business goal that you have for 2021? A business goal that I have for 2021 is, like you said, stay consistent. I'm really trying to tackle and really capitalize off of TikTok. And I just want to stay consistent, not only with TikTok, but just my content creating. And like you said, Facebook posting three times a day minimum, you know, amongst all different platforms. Um, really just staying consistent and pushing out my two new collections, which are a surprise. But like hey, I mentioned, okay. Island, we're going to revamp the um, travel wear because I know 2021 everyone's going to be traveling. So with, with, with the travel agent, I'm just going to put together like a lot of different packages for the holidays and just give people an idea of where they can go next year. Really be on it because I know they're asking. I did a little bit of travel talk this year, but just to answer a couple questions, I get a lot of traction. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. Travel talk Tuesday. I love um, it. I love it. Um, okay. Yeah. I didn't even ask you this. What is your favorite place to travel that you have been to? My favorite place to travel will be Jamaica, hands down. Ooh, hands down. I want to yeah, go yeah. to Jamaica. Uh, now, did you me. fly there or did you take a cruise to Jamaica? Yes. I so I flew to Jamaica. I, I've been twice. The first time I was turning 21, 2015, and then I got married in Jamaica February 22nd. In 2020, this year, right before Corona. Wow, y'all got lucky. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> it was like literally right before, like three weeks after Jamaica closed their borders. Oh my God, that is insane. Wow. Like I said, man, I'm just 
I'm just super, you know, excited for the the way you've been able to, you know, pivot throughout this this whole pandemic and, you know, being able to grow and and really just put it in your favor. I love it. I love to see it. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yes, Same to you girl. right back at you. Yes. Now, before we head out, is there any final words you would like to say as encouragement? Um, final words as encouragement, I would just like to say, keep at it. Like you said, stay consistent and don't let that, the devil on your shoulder knock you down honestly just do it whatever you think about doing just do it we realized that during this time after COVID and how everything is uncertain um, that pretty much gave me the motivation to do anything that I've thought about that I wanted to do don't even think about it I'm just do it of course I'm going to put the time and effort to learn about it before just jumping jumping in Um, but I'm a lot more of a risk taker now and I just do it like I'll just do it Uh, just do it I love that well, Dom, I appreciate you for being on with me. I appreciate being here. Honestly, this was an honor. I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, all your contact information will be at the end of this, so don't worry about that. But I will see you next time. Okay, I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to coming back. Thank you awesome. so much. Bye. So much love and blessings. Bye. <laughs> And just like that, it's a wrap. I appreciate every single person that decided to join us today. I pray you receive value to be able to take that next step to the life that I know you deserve. Make sure you go ahead and follow Dominique on all her socials. Her Facebook page is Dominique Butler. Her personal Instagram is Damos Passport. And then Scorpio Island and Swim, their website is www.scorpioislandandswim.com. And then their Instagram is Scorpio Island in Swim. Guys, if you know somebody who's changing the narrative in their life, in their family's life, right? A fellow boss babe, get me connected with them, right? So I can offer them this platform to be able to promote themselves as well. Go ahead and send me a message to wcwthepodcast at gmail.com. And I'm going to see you guys next week.